Yes, I am a pirate. Two hundred years too late. The cannons don't thunder. There's nothing to plunder. I'm an over forty victim of fate. Arriving too late. Arriving too late. What's up, Butt Pirate Nation? What up? Pod one thirteen. Uh, week 11 NFL. Uh, what's up, Joey? I wish the audience could hear the first six minutes of this uh, podcast that we're recording. We were talking Big Bang Theory, the observable universe, all kinds of things. We'll have to save that for uh, another podcast, though. Yeah, those are the lost tapes. I mean, maybe maybe you'll be able to work some of those uh, drops into something at some point. You need some new drops, maybe, right? Right. Yeah, we'll save it for for show 200 when we get there and show up all the outtakes. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some good ones. Let's get into Boss of the Week. lead this off uh i have keenan allen man hand the ball off but he's gonna motion across the field back and forth fake it and then come back to the right you got it tony over the top the pass perfect keenan allen cuts back to the middle he's gonna find his way home what a play on fourth down and a touchdown holy shit 11 for 175 two two tutties went to the locker room to have his shoulder checked out uh before returning uh, to blow up the lines deep, uh, the guy just balled. I mean, and he, he kind of has been last couple weeks. Uh, so he's my boss of the week, Keenan Allen. Man, I've been, I've been fading Keenan Allen for the last two or three years now, and it is just coming to bite me in the ass. Yeah. He's been so good. Yeah, I thought he was about done uh, when I had him on my team when I won. Uh, and that's been a long time ago. So, Was that, a champ- was that the championship team? That was the championship team. Oh, so nice. Don't forget, everybody. Don't forget yeah. JK's oh, championship. <laughs> Nighty. It's like Wig's first year. Right. We'll re- we'll reference that later. Uh, this later this show, I have a reference back to the first championship. All right. Looking forward to that. My boss of the week nomination. First one. This one for Jay Javante Williams. Oh yeah. yeah 12th play of the drive. Wilson gets rid of it for the touchdown to Javante Williams. He comes up clutch for Jay on Monday Night Football. Um, big game. I think he had 19 points. A, a nice touchdown reception toward the end of the game. Yeah. The Broncos have been riding him the past four weeks since he, uh, he sat out a game in week five. And they've just left that Jaleel McLaughlin and don't even Samaj a little penis P Ryan. Uh, they've been just using them sparingly. So Javante Williams, I think this is for real and he's going to be good going forward too for Jay. Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely some questions going into the year, right? Everyone kind of thought P Ryan was going to steal a lot of that, uh, the passing work and Javante, you know, got the TD last, uh, Monday night. That was, uh, coming up clutch for Jay. So big, 
Yeah, I thought P line was going to be maybe the uh, Alvin Kamara role in that Sean Payton offense, but yeah, not a PPR god, right? All right, Uh, my second one. Shout out to Jay as well. Too many cooks. Second and goal. Prescott going for cooks. He's got it. Touchdown, Dallas. On the bench, puts up twenty-seven for Bird. Uh, nine for 173 in Tutty. Uh, big game on the bench, but Jay was over to, able to overcome the and get the dub last week. So too many cooks. Yep. Uh, and I got the other Dallas wide receiver as my nomination, C.D. Lamb. And the extra five yards was a penalty on Banks, who was on Lamb again. Here's a fake. Now it's Lamb on the reverse. Has a seam. C.D. Lamb scores. Touchdown, Dallas. Uh, over 150 yards for three games in a row. Uh, his last three weeks point total, 35, 23, and 34. He's been on Jeez. fire. He's, he's the wide receiver number five right now. And despite all that, Greg is on a four-game losing streak with him. Wow. So Greg started off the season 6-0, now on the four-game skid. Probably, uh, now that you think about it, probably still, though, uh, had to be one of the better buys uh, preseason, though, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. I'm trying, uh, to, think of another, trying to think of another good buy. I can't right now, but I'm sure there are some out there. Yeah, that'll be coming up at the, you know, those will be like our MVP picks for towards right. the end of the year. All, all of the award show, right? Yep. So we did three boss of the weeks this year, this week uh, with just you and I on the pod. Uh, but my third one had to go off the off the football path and win uh, Hunter Dickinson last night for the Kansas Jayhawks. And a first half double double now for Dickinson. Dickinson gets it off and hit it. Boy, does that feel big for the Jayhawks? Number for the number one Kansas Jayhawks goes twenty seven and twenty one. Career highs in both uh, in the Champions Classic against Kentucky, uh, making a push maybe for uh, the Wooden Award against another huge fucking center, Zach Eady. So maybe those two uh, Goliaths battle it out for Wooden Player of the Year. So we'll see. Yep. The only clip I saw from that game was the girl that was in the Kansas jersey on the sidelines. Oh, yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> she looked at her mom and goes, bullshit, right? It was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a decent game. I watched a good, a good portion of it. Uh, Kentucky kind of went up on them, and Kansas fought back, as number one teams do. So, Blue Bloods. For sure. All right. Last nomination is... Andre 3000. Oh. So, just announced, new album titled New Blue Sun will be released on Friday. It's his first solo album and his first album in 17 years. 
All flute too, right? Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to say. The album will have no lyrics, but be primarily woodwind instruments, is what the press release said. So, which is really disappointing because Andre's known for that that flow and those lyrics. It's lyric. kind of weird. Uh, I definitely am going to listen to it. Um, I can see myself uh, on Friday coming home at lunch, smoking a fat bowl and riding my bike back to work, listening to it uh, and hoping I don't get over by a car on the way back. Because uh, I'm, I'm probably going to be in a zone, if you if you could imagine. For sure. Yep. I'm excited for here, it. Here, uh, here's some titles for your preview. Did you see the title, the song titles? I They're did not. Long and weird so i wrote down three of them there's i think there's eight songs on this album that's gonna be about 80 minutes long so long 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 songs here's here's one the slang word pussy rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina do you agree that's the song title wow and here's another one that night in hawaii when i turned into a panther and started making these low register purring sounds that I couldn't control. Shit was wild. Sounds like it is. Yeah. And then lastly, this one actually made me chuckle. I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. <laughs> so it's it's gonna be interesting. It's, it's gonna be very different, but Andre 3000, glad you're back. Yeah, for our black audience too. Right. Uh, All right. I'm going to roll the dice here. Three cooks. Too many cooks. Many cooks. I yeah. think. Yep. That's who it was. Here we go. Boss of the week. I'm sure he's been boss of the week before when he was on the Saints. When we I used would to, definitely. I would definitely say so. He he he, he just was an had, original pod boy. I think. Yeah. I mean, he's he's kind of always been our guy. Um, I think he was on my team at at least a couple times, probably yours a couple we times. A pro, we were a big time pro Saints podcast yeah. there for a while. When you had Kamara Cooks yeah. and then I had Michael Thomas and Drew Brees, we were yeah. definitely all about them Saints. Who dat? <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Next up, Survivor. This is going to be a tough one. I, you guys on the uh, side chat have been already talking about it. It's going to be a tough one for you this week. But you and Jay also move on, both on the Cowboys last week. Yeah, there's lots of double-digit uh, favorites this week, but they've all been picked already. So it's going to be slim pickings. Uh, oh, definitely really? going to be a, an interesting week. Yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, strategy, you just you just go for who you think is going to win, obviously. But uh I mean, usually like when I do it, but of course I'm out of it by now. But, uh, you know, try to pick a home team, division rival, usually try to go against that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you're down to so many teams now, it's going to be tough. Yep. I don't want to give any preview. No no hints. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to give away any of your secrets that you're doing. Maybe maybe after you win or lose. Uh, pick them. Greg has a three-game lead on Sean Ditka still. Jay had a nine in week 10, weekly high of nine. So it's getting tough. It's getting tough. When Knighty was on, he was definitely right. It is a freaking public 
year so yeah. far this year. The public yeah. is killing Vegas. I think uh, I heard something like the public is picking 59% against the spread this year. That's pretty so, good. Take that. Our sharps like my year are suffering. <laughs> uh, let's see. Big Dog uh, wins DFS last week. Samansky in second and Dallas Nation in third. Uh, this is kind of a biggie lineup, too. And he's got his boy Dobbs, Najee, which, wow, CMC, Pittman, Kyle Phillips. Yes, Kyle Phillips. Mike Evans, Cole Komet, uh, his boy DeMont, and Bears Deef. Uh, that so is a, that's a big dog lineup for sure. I think he's got half those guys on his team. He does have a lot of those guys on his team. Yeah. <laughs> That's two out of three weeks, isn't it, for him? Yeah, he's uh, he's rolling in it. So, like you said on the pod, uh, you know, not doing great in fantasy, but doing okay in, in daily. So, that's that's kind of making up for him a little bit. All right. Let's move on to Jizz Picks. Joe Schefter in the house. For for the black audience, he's he's clout chasing. He's just Preparing for a presidential run, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. People are just alluding that he's quitting football right. to avoid becoming a drug addict. <laughs> like those are the fire takes that we're getting from Twitter. Roulette left it on black all day. Let it ride. This is the year Big Ben dies. Someone keep track Big of Ben's all this gonna stuff. die on the field. Throw that money down. Pound it. White trash city out by the rides. You know those celebrity chefs, you can't trust them. How dare you say that name in this house? (laughs) That was personal right there. Joey offseason is back. So the first matchup that we're going to look at is Blaine. Versus Rick. Uh, Both of these lineups might look different when Sunday rolls around. I know Blaine is aggressively selling like he sells used cars this week. Yeah. So we'll see what it ends up looking like. Uh, And Rick, I don't know what he's doing. He's hunting hunting season. So we'll see if he's able to fill a a complete lineup this week. He does have a quarterback at least, uh, but looks like he needs a running back and a tight end, which will be tough to come by. Apparently, everybody on Shafe's team's on the block. Um, I, I I do like Shafe probably a little bit more, uh, regardless though. I love Shafe's team this yeah. week for sure. Now that he's got Jalen Warren as the clear cut starter, even though he's playing at Cleveland this week, which is a, a super tough matchup. But Jameer Gibbs now has a big-time role with Detroit. Sam Laporta's been hot. Uh, Mike Evans has been decent every single week. Yeah. I mean, Njoku's a top-10 tight end. His team is pretty good, which we'll see. I'm definitely going to take Shafe this week. Yeah, same. Uh, Chad Buzz next, right? Yep. Chad gets uh, Mr. Fields back probably, it seems like, right? Yep, he's coming back. I think it was announced today. Okay. Uh, we talked about Boss Keenan. Uh, Buzz, Cornerstone, maybe C.J. Stroud for the next couple of years, huh? It's looking like it. People got him in the MVP conversations. Yeah, it's crazy. You know who's quietly having a good season for Buzz? is Cortland Sutton. 
Yeah. I mean, I think he's he's really been pretty good for whatever price he got him for. I don't know what the price was that he got him, but I'm sure it was undervalued. Um, you got to take Chad, though. Yep, taking Chad as well. Let's go, Buzz. <laughs> Insert that. <laughs> All right, next matchup. Couple pod boys, Joe versus Jay. Yeah. Gino, kind of a bounce back the last couple of weeks for you. Um, Jay gets his fins back, maybe A-chain. Uh, have you heard about him? Is he supposed to come back this week? I've kind of seen maybe, but... Limited in practice this week is all I've read. and haven't heard anything. So I think even if he does play, he's going to be only to a few snaps or so, a handful yeah. of snaps. Probably tough to put him in your lineup. Yeah, once he comes back, I think Jay's team really gets an upgrade, especially because Jay doesn't have any money to buy any other. If some kind of injury happens, he's kind of in trouble. Right. Um, his team is is pretty solid, though. Great running back depth. He's got three uh, starting running backs as long as James Cook doesn't get benched for fumbling. But, yeah, yeah his team's just a lot better than mine, my misfit of wide receivers that I have right now. So taking Jay. Same. All right. Next matchup is Randy Davis versus Jake Music. Yeah. It's been on my calendar for the last few weeks. I've been looking ahead for uh, multiple weeks, and this is one that I absolutely have to have. So um, I'm going with myself. Not much analysis there. Uh, My team is much better than a number 16 team. Um, Davis's team is a sell team, obviously. So I got to get it done and I'm hoping for big points this week. That's what we were talking about. We're lo- I was looking at your roster. This is not a butt pirate roster. You have, uh, the, one of the number one, you've got the number one defense, you got a top five quarterback and you've got decent pieces all around. Um, it yeah. should not be in 16th place, but you've run into some bad matchups and, Frankly, some underperforming scores, just like we we're talking about Sam Howell. He's yeah. been a top six quarterback, um, but every time you put him in the lineup, he doesn't have a good week. Yeah, he sucks dick. <laughs> and Randy, I think, is butt pirate worthy, that roster right now. So, yep, I'm going to take you getting this win and, you know, making getting, getting your third win and putting yourself in that group. Uh, I think there's four or five guys that has – three wins that are going to be coming down to the edge to get uh, a butt pirate. Yep. Uh, Maybe just a step or two out of the basement, but still in the basement. 102 is your projection. Yeah. That's a butt pirate team. That's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Fuck Yahoo projections. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of the big boys right here. Byron versus Greg. Yeah. Number one against number five. Yeah, and like we said, Greg was six and zero. Now is six and four. Four game losing streak. Even though he's scored over a hundred points in all four of those weeks, I looked at. Wow. So really bad luck by Greg right now. After I said he's after I said he's like probably the luckiest manager. He gets smoked with some bad matchups. So finally, <laughs> Greg, finally some retribution. Uh, Let's uh, here. I wanted to take a moment and pause and look at Byron's roster and just appreciate what he's done this season. I think we've done this before, but really dive in. Yeah. Byron had 
the best value draft of all time in this league. Absolutely. He only had $53 to draft with, which was the lowest amount of any team. And just bam, 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 hit with all these guys that are $5 or less. Jared Goff, who's been money this year, $4. Puka Nakua, $1 he got for him. I remember hearing him draft him, and I was like, who the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Cut to Calvin going, what? Huh? Who? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some of these have been because of injury, but Jerome Ford, $1. Kyron Williams, $3. Yeah. Even Rashi Rice was $5 and has really come along. And then here's the best movie made was a trade after the draft with Big Dog. I think he gave up Deuce Vaughn and Byron got Tank Dell as a $1 keeper. Jeez. And he's looking, he, he's a big time keeper now. So all these guys are, have keeper potential too for Byron. And he, I mean, he's number one in the power rankings and he's only spent $30 in season on Logan Thomas. And that wasn't even an upgrade. So, and he's done, just think about this. He's done all of this without Justin Jefferson for right. half the season so far. Right. I mean, it's it's an amazing performance. Bow down to Byron. Plus, he, been... plus he drafted Buzz's team, too. So, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> for the whole Fallstitch family, he, he was drafting. So, great performance by Byron. We can't say enough. But I think Greg gets it done this week. Yeah, streak stops. I also took Greg. That's that's kind of crazy after uh, all that Byron hype. Uh, but yeah, I, I same streak stops for Greg. Greg gets it done. All right, now on to the boy liking game of the week. Yeah, it's uh, it's DDS and Jimmy, the brothers. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I called it the A.J. Brown Bowl. Um, but Jimmy, go, you know, going with his boy, Josh Allen and Tyreek, uh, DDS team is just really solid across the board, really. Um, yeah, I mean, Jimmy's team, like I said, goes as Tyreek and uh, and Josh Allen. Josh Allen, eh, not as, not as good as what he's, you know, been projected and what people thought he was going to do this year, but... Uh, I'm just leaning, leaning DDS just slightly here. Uh, it's tough to go against a rat, but I think DDS probably gets it done. I'm sure right now in the season, Jeremy is regretting not making some some moves right now. He's been yeah right there on some moves. I know he was with Diggs. I know he was with Ravens defense when they've gone off for me the past couple weeks. Yeah, And I'm sure he's been in on some other trades that didn't quite make it through. And it's really cost him. Because he's five and five right now, one game behind the sidecar. He's on a three game losing streak. And you know what? I, I think he's going to lose again to Jason, just like you said. And, you know, that is that that might be the end of Jeremy because I don't think a wild card is going to come out of the rats unless uh, something crazy happens. Does he have the division lead, though? Is that? No, uh, he does. He's one game behind sidecar, but he does own the tiebreaker because his division record is a little bit better. I think yeah. sidecar was two and one and Jeremy went three and oh, the three first time. Through the division. Yeah. So he's got that tiebreaker. If it comes down to right. If it comes down to being a tie. 
but he's got to right. win. But there's still three more division games coming. So, yep. But if he's, you know, if he comes into the division five and six, he's gonna yeah. and Sidecar wins their matchup two right. games back, gonna basically have to win out and hope that Sidecar, you know, only wins one of three. Yep. Not, not good. Uh, those aren't good odds. So yeah, I, I'm going to take Jason. I wish Jeremy would have made some moves uh, a couple weeks ago. All right, next up. Uh, oh. oh, what is it? It is the upset of the week. Oh, that's true. And it's Nighty versus Dog. Man, Big Dog uh, put up a nice week last week. Um, he gets all, he's got all, all his RBs back. Yeah, Dave Montgomery and uh, Mostert back, right? So he's got he's got his guys. Um, of course, this is a, a typical Big Dog team. Not a lot of uh, name recognition going on with uh, his wide receivers. Uh, Jaden Reed, that K. Phillips guy that we were talking about. Yep. Uh, Trey McBride, though, has been on fire right now. And with Kyler Murray in the lineup, I think his ceiling goes even higher. Uh, Wandale Robinson also in the flex. So a bunch of guys that, you know, aren't aren't your typical big time wide receivers. But Knighty is missing his two best running backs. Kamara and Ramondre are yeah. both on bye this week. That's tough. So Knighty's on and, his- at least fourth quarterback for the season. So, yeah. And he's actually getting lucky because Fryermuth is coming back off of the IR, or he wouldn't have had a tight end for this week and would have had to buy. I think it would be his third tight end he would have to buy. Easily. Something yeah. like that. So, uh, Dak going on the road uh, at Carolina. He's been on fire, but I think this is where the Cowboys take a little skid. So, oh. I think I'm taking Big Dog with the upset over Nighty, even though Nighty has been very good at picking his spots, making this comeback here. Yeah. I think this loss ends his season. Man, that'll be tough. That'll be tough to see. Um, it'll, be, it'll be fun to see, though, too, because he's going <laughs> to sell everybody. Maybe you won't enjoy it because you're going to be selling with him. But True, yeah. true. Uh, yeah, I mean, he probably wishes he had a little money left so he could try to buy one of Big Dog's running backs for this week. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's, that's another thing that we should take into consideration. Big Dog, I'm taking him to win this week, but if he sells Montgomery or Mostert, that changes things a lot for uh, for, for him. sure. I think everyone's so, kind yeah. of holding out till till the deadline. Is what it seems like. Seems like there'll be a, it'll be a busy week next week. Yep, I love it. All right, last matchup is the game of the week. We got sidecar against Wendell. Couple fringe teams right here, the the six seed and seven seed. So both want to maintain their wild card position. I guess Come Fiesta technically is the division leader in the Rats. Right. So like we were talking about, they can't really afford to lose a game because they're only one ahead of Jeremy. 
But if they're able to win this, it kind of, and Jeremy loses, that would be a nice cushion to take into uh, the final three division games. Yeah, it looked like they had to go with uh, Salvin Ahmed at uh, Flex this week uh, since nobody will trade with them. Um, so that's going to be tough for Sidecar. Um, he was on my team for most of the year, and I think he mostly put up two points uh, when I played him. So, Right, and and if uh, A-Chain comes A-Chain back, that makes back. him the, the fourth running back on that team. Yeah, that's, that's tough. I wanted to m- mention... Uh, Wendell versus Wickens is the rematch of the fantasy championship the first year of the oh, league, wow. all the way back in 2012. Jeez. When, when uh, Wickens won, yeah. And then the next year we had the Scotty's Brewhouse draft. One of the greatest nights of my life. It was a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> the coffee Patron. Once they, <laughs> once they ran out of Patron that we had already, uh, I think we had gone through a few bottles by then. Yeah, easily. Uh, yeah, I mean this this one's tough. Uh, you know they're they're obviously boys, but I think the boss man gets it done this week. Yep, we're we're going to see a lot of action in this one in Thursday night because Wendell has Jamar Chase going and um, Crewigs has Gus Bus and Joe Mixon both both going. So we're going to know early in this in this uh, matchup. I am going to take Wendell. He's just, like I said, he and Jason have my favorite rosters right now. And Wendell, I'm sure, is looking to add. Probably, probably. Uh, I did have this, uh, usually start with this before we get into the Jizz picks, but uh, 07 up 19 to 8 on the season, uh, 2 and 1 last week. Sidecar over Davis, DDS over Dog, and Bird over Greg. So 19 and 8. It's been an 07 kind of year. Hey, I want to compliment you and I. Some great analysis right there. We yeah. usually just go through these jizz picks nonchalantly, but we, were, we really dove in deep there. So you're welcome, Pirate Life League. Yeah, we're not. Even though we're both at the bottom of the standings, we're not right. mailing it in yet. We, we're here every single week. I think this is what not, uh, nine out of ten weeks that we've shown up. Decent. We are pretty we are good. Gonna go next week, we already decided we're off next week. So. But we'll be ready to come back uh, after the trade deadline and talk about all those moves then. Right on. Okay, let's move on to Vegas. Yeah, Dr. Renz here, just to, just to stop by. Blueberry Larry, bounty of drummies or something, <laughs> something like that, but I couldn't figure out how to put it into words. Let's go, old sacks. Fuck you, Dino. You suck, you jackass. <laughs> so Rick rose up this week. Oh, yeah. The pirate. <laughs> <laughs> if he listens to this pod, I mean, it should be tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to make a sandwich for myself. It's called the shit sandwich because <laughs> my team has never performed in all the years of the league. That's a wig spreadsheet there you're working with. It's yeah. a wig's Excel sheet. <laughs> Which one makes you want to beat his ass? Every time he talks, I don't know. <laughs> well, do, do I have to get my notepad back out? <laughs> Everything's good with me and I, though. We, we're thugs for life. He's also got Mike Davis. I thought Mike Davis um, was used to coach IU. <laughs> but, uh, Sammy Watkins, who I hate. Oh, wait, too much NBA talk. Yeah. Sorry, Chad. I can't believe you went as a salad for Halloween. <laughs> 
what's the best way to hear from R. Davis 211? I've been waiting for a year now. Must not be Twitter. The key is you have to get him while he's taking a shit because his <laughs> shit lasts 45 minutes and he's sitting on his phone playing uh, whatever games he likes to play on his phone. Temple Run. And, <laughs> and he's sitting on, there on his phone so if you can get him while he's taking a shit, that is the That's time to Let's go buzz. <laughs> it appears to be hashtag National Sandwich Day. Nightman 08. Jason, which of my ill-advised posts has been the funniest and which has made you want to be my ass the most? <laughs> hey, no NBA talk on this podcast. <laughs> Pacers are rising up. Randy, aka the Whole Foods Butt Pirate. I'll give you the short answer here. No. Shout out to Elizabeth. <laughs> Shout out to Wiggs. And speaking of Wiggins, <laughs> so thank you, Greg, for your participation this week. Thanks for inviting me. I yeah. appreciate it. Power life for me. Peace. Big week last week. That's right. We went 4-0. and uh, You and I doubled down on the Lions, and they did not disappoint. So our overall record is now 18-14. and 14. Pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. I said I have a feeling that we might be on the same pick this week, uh, but I'll go ahead and get started. I, I just have a feeling you're on this one as well. I went Texans minus four. <laughs> yes? No? I did not go with that, but I was tempted. All right. Texans minus four. Texans five and two against the spread. Um, uh, Texans offense have been hot, uh, and they're at home. Uh, so like Texans minus four. God, remember when I said Texans are my darling to start the season? I'm really good at picking these teams that yeah. for people don't believe in, like the Eagles the one year that they went to the and won the Super Bowl. Though they were my darlings all that season. Yep. That was way, that was back in like what 2017 or something like that. Back when I had a few more hairs, not many more. Okay, I am taking Thursday night football. I'm taking the Ravens minus three and a half versus the Bengals. I just don't think that number's big enough. The Ravens are one of my favorite teams. I think they are uh, tied with the 49ers on top of the NFC power rankings in my mind. And the Bengals are a little overrated. I think I think Joe Burrow's good, but he's not that good. Ravens minus three and a half. All right, for my over-under, I went uh, Broncos-Vikings under 43-and-a-half. Uh, I heard uh, on the green light pod they called the they called the Broncos the Bronc-Hose. So <laughs> the Bronc-Hose-Deef um, has gotten better. Um, they gave up 181 points in the first five weeks and only 67 in the last four. So the Bronc-Hose. Under 43 and a half. I like it. Um, I kind of mentioned this game earlier. Cowboys, Panthers, under 42 and a half. I think the Cowboys have a little skid this yeah. week. They are 10 and a half point favorites. I'm definitely taking the Panthers, even though, you know, you might even sprinkle a little bit on the money line. That's what right you do there. when you take an underdog. I mean, I don't know what it's going to be. It's got to be like plus 800 or something like that. So I'm calling my shot right now. I'm going, uh, they, they aren't my spread pick, but I am taking the under 42 and a half for the Cowboys Panthers. 
Love it. And there you go. Back to back four and weeks. We'll see if we can do it. Let's go. And now let's finish with the best of group me. Draft day, the most anticipated day of the year. I'll tell you what, I think I had the best draft of the night. Was he second most Budget. hammered at the draft last year? That's two bottles of Patron, right? That's two bottles, two bottles. Two bottles of Patron. You're about to witness a nigga going off that Patron. I'm on that Patron, so get like me. We gon' set the mood with a couple of shots of Patron, Patron, Patron. Pretty erect about the draft, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, pretty decent week on the group, me. Uh, it usually is, but this week seems a little bit extra and nicer, I thought. So I, I didn't remember a lot of these, but when I started writing them down, I'm like, that's though that we had a decent week. It's whenever Nighty hat, you know, puts a little more effort in that Monday morning summary for us. Okay. Let's start off with Jay confirming with, with the pod that the Miz was originally on the real world road rules and <laughs> challenge because we weren't sure about that one. Yeah. So we got the update. And another update is his wife's name is Maurice Owlette, and she has a nice set of hooters. <laughs> and some nudes out there, so check those Ooh, out. Wow. The wrestling just all the wrestling gifts in general all last week were great. Top notch, all of them. I loved them all. Yep. How ironic her name is Owlette, and she's got a nice set of hooters. Oh. I like that. Nice set of hooters you got there. I beg your pardon? The owls are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, more on the group me. It looks like Greg attended some kind of seminar and got a picture of Tim Tebow getting that paid speaker money. So oh, yeah, I saw that. Hopefully Greg got his feet cleansed by the, the, the feet of or the by Jesus himself, Tim Tebow. Second coming. Right. Let my people go. <laughs> <laughs> that was Moses. But who's who's keeping track of that kind of stuff? Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> uh, Byron on Sunday afternoon, a little fired up, he says. We really do need to formally decide at some point what the penalty should be for not fielding a fully active lineup. Love you, Rick, but damn, dude, the whole farm team narrative just got some more evidence today. And that was after he saw that Rick uh, didn't do a full lineup. Uh, Rick responds, Last night it said he had a better probability to play than Powell and I was hunting this morning, so fuck you, buttermilk. <laughs> and Chad also tried to strong arm for Hertz and Taylor this week, and I refused. So fuck you and your farm team comment. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Uh, he needs to get some. I, I think uh, we were talking about this. Rick, Rick maybe needs a co-manager. <laughs> and I would love. I would love, absolutely love, for Kresge to be that co-manager. For the content alone, it would be great for this podcast. No shout-outs. 
No shouts, Kresge. And now we are on to 90s Monday morning summary. So there, there's a few of them that really got, got me chuckling. So 90s says, Chafe and Buzz have a clencher tonight, but it's eerily similar to their double date nights with Danny McFerrin and Nicole Sheets. Yeah, you got some stinky fingers, but yikes. <laughs> Uh, another one, sidecar is like that fucking girl that you don't really like, but they just keep hanging around and annoying the shit out of you. Assuming that was Olivia Danielson for both of these (laughs) co-managers. I think that, I don't know if you know that, but this is, this is a girl that they both dated for long-term girlfriends for both of them or long-term girlfriend for both of them, which is kind of ironic they live together. Yeah, true. And here's the last one. Nidmusman, I don't know what he called himself there, gets his nut this week and gets J-Bones off his back for once to push both teams to 5-5 and and right in the thick of the wildcard push. Nice to finally, this is a long one that he wrote, this is nice. Nice to finally get back at Bones after he provided a nice plush bed for Danielle and John Popey back in the day. (laughs) Danielle asked me to go to a Plymouth wrestling match on a nice Saturday morning. So I grabbed some blueberry muffins and snapples for both of us to enjoy up in the stains of a fucking wrestling match. Little do I know she is there watching that fucking asshole, John Popey. Later that night, a little fiesta was going down at the Runs household. (laughs) So we mosey over from Martindale's. Where else would they be? Right. Only for me to find that little tramp stamp fucking around back in one of the basement bedrooms with that wrestling dickhead. And you all wonder why I shit on Shattuck in 09 so much. Because of shit like this. Randy won his battle with Mexico and I lost. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's kind of an embarrassment. I'm, I'm proud of Nighty for admitting this because he <laughs> lost a fucking sex partner to John Popey. John Popey's probably like a a five foot three Mexican guy that's very aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for Daniel Hayden, too. Jeez. (laughs) And then Jason has a great response. Now I know why I come home from college and my bed smells like cats and fabuloso. And then Wiccans adds with a great Photoshop of yeah. Danielle Hayden herself holding her twin babies with Nighty and Popey's heads on them. That was just a, a terrific way to, to close it out. Nice uh, job. But Nighty comes back in. All this 09 beef has stirred up some more memories. We'll save my next for next week. Spoiler alert. Fuck Austin Hodges. <laughs> so, looking forward to that. Love it. Uh, I have one one more submission uh, for best of group me. It wasn't on all of our group me's, but some of us are included in the in the Sun Kang Nation group chat. But uh, Wiggs uh, got the news about uh, Deshaun Watson going down, and he he wanted to give his condolences to Booker Nation. Um, he said, "If it makes you feel better, I traded him away one for one game of Kirk Cousins before he blew out blew his Achilles out." The next comment from Adam Morris as BPFL greater than everything, which I just thought was great. He knows. People know. People know. 
Here, we've got a, a couple more for best of grooming. After Greg gets his heart broken on Monday night, he posts the meme of a Bill Belichick quote that said, fantasy football doesn't mean anything to me, which is <laughs> pretty much summed up when you face that heartbreak on a Monday night. Uh, and then today, Chafe posts the players he will trade, uh, looking to trade, and Chad asks for some ballpark money expectations on these players. Nighty responds, don't give any intel to this 07 scum. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, that's it. That's best to group me. Good stuff as always. Uh, like yeah. I said, taking next week off. We'll be back in uh, two weeks then. Yep, for sure. I, I did want to mention when we were talking about um, trying to, you know, Jay didn't have Brandon Cooks in. It kind of got us talking, you and I oh, yeah, and Jay. Yeah about how, you know, we wish we had some kind of clone league, you know, had all the same rosters that we have in this one, but it did a best ball starting lineup for you. Right. And then also did the come wins and losses as like some kind of consolation league. You know, Make you feel better, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe take away a little bit of the, the luck base. I don't know how, how well it would go because we were talking it might, you know, in, influence some moves that would happen in the regular league. But, you know, just something to keep in mind. Maybe we could – maybe it'll start a little discussion. Yeah. Not a bad idea. I kind of like it. Um, but, yeah, definitely some things you'd have to work through. But whatever. Takes away the whole trying to figure out who you want to start each week because that sometimes can be stressful, especially when you, you pick the wrong one. True. True. Like you have with Sam Howell and uh, Joe Burrow this year. Yeah, it's but some of those were forced too, so I had to, a, a couple of them. But yeah, still QB four or five in the league, so maybe hit up the cell. For sure. Yep, we're going to see a lot of moves. Can't believe it's week 11 already. Crazy. This feels like Blueberry was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it just seemed, seemed like yesterday that uh, Nighty was bashing Buzz's head in with a golf ball. <laughs> Probably feels that way for Buzz because he lost his memory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Joe, play that motherfucking outro. Yeah.